This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Podcasts. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton Postgame Show with Al and Jerry. All right, what do you say? It's the Monday, a week and a half before Christmas. Jerry now with you for, um, well, we wrap up the show again, but we're really not touching on anything we talked about today because, quite frankly, there's no need to. Too much sports today. And Mondays are always like that. Mondays are very heavy football during football season. Yeah, it's like wrapping up the weekend, a lot of sports. And uh, Friday, I left here. First of all, I had to go to East 74th Street on Friday. How long do you think it took me to get there from here? I left here at 1147. Now I had you're a, down I had in a the, 1 o'clock uh, appointment. For those uh, listening, you're down in the uh, Tribeca. Back, right. down by, you're down by the Holland Tunnel. Yes, so you want to go to 74th you, Street? It was 6.3 miles. Oh, good Lord. That would take you uh, one hour. One hour, 20 minutes. An hour twenty. I mean, it's unbelievable. Yeah, New York. This is why you can't, uh, you can't live or do anything in New York. Here's the worst part of it, Al. It stinks. I got, I got on the, uh, was the FDR? I guess is that yeah, what it so, is, yeah, right? Definitely so I get on FDR. that, going south towards to where it turns into the Harlem River. I guess the first five miles of the ride got there in ten minutes. It was the last mile and a half. They had roads closed everywhere. To where it was like 19 lanes going into one. I mean, it was unbelievable how awful the ride was. But anyway, so I went there because I had been diagnosed with spinal stenosis, like David Wright does. And um, I had to bring my MRI to the doctor. He had taken x-rays the week before. This was now the follow-up after my MRIs. And he's looking at it and everything. And turns out I have horrendous arthritis in the lower part of my spine. And so we're going over what I'm going to do to help that out. And he told me one of the things I could do is swim. To which I said, well, my shoulders are torn up, so I don't think I'm doing that. Not to mention it's cold out. And I'm not joining a gym to go swim. Number two, he said, bike ride. To which I said, I like that idea. Perfect. Except that I don't have a bike. So now i got to go out and buy a bike that I really don't feel like spending 100 bucks on or $150 on. And you've told me that I'm drunk to think I could even get a bike for 150 bucks. See, I, I went bike shopping this past summer because I wanted to get a new bike. And I was surprised. I thought they were cheap. The fact that the bikes I was looking at, they were like 400 to $500. I thought that was cheap. That's cheap. Yeah, because it's a mode of transportation. It's, it's There's some sturdiness to it. I mean, listen, you could go to Kmart and get like a Huffy for $100, but it's not going mean, to be a great bike. But what do I and need And if you're concerned for? for your back and you want to do it for exercise, you want to get yourself a nice bike. Well, how much more comfortable am I going to be on a $500 You'll be much more comfortable. Bike? I'll just get a different seat. No, Isn't it's the, all no. It's the pedaling, it's the gears, it's the it's everything. The frame. How many gears do I need? You need gears. I went to a bike shop in uh, Belmar. I don't know the name of it. It can only be one in Belmar. I would think. And uh, 
there are some terrific bikes there. I'm going to get one there next summer. But uh, yeah, I was I was shocked at seeing the quality of bikes that they're only four hundred dollars. See, I can't wrap this around my head that a bike is four hundred bucks. It's like, like I have to spend four hundred dollars on a bike. Yes, For but what? you would pay that if you if you go to a gym. The I'm gyms, not going to a gym. Moms, that's what I'm saying. You're saving money on the, the gym membership fees. Yeah, and I'd save even more if I can get one for like $150. Well, you can. It'd just be not a good one. But see, all I'm doing is drive riding around the neighborhood. I'm not going mountain biking. Like, I'm not going through the woods right. and, you know, trails and stuff like that to but where it, I could totally see. But I you remember, need something with nice shocks, and if you're going to be right. for your back, a $100 bike's yeah, not going to do it. I'm on pavement. That's my point. Like, I'm not doing what you're talking about. Like, I remember you're we did- You're not on um, smooth pavement. We did- uh, Sure, I am. Mm. In my neighborhood? Yeah. What do you think? I live it's, in a cobblestone no, but street you, you, in you Egypt? You don't realize how crappy the roads are until you are on a bike. All right. I, or I'll skateboard. Check that out. I would like to think right. it's, I'm not on a, I'm not on sidewalk. Or I boom, see. Boom, 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 nothing like that. When we did the triathlon, well, you didn't do it. You watched and ate donuts. When we did the yeah. triathlon, however many years ago, I think like seven years ago now, I rem- and I don't remember where those bikes came from. Those were some quality bikes. Those were tri bikes. Those were Tho- tremendous. Those, by the way, could be upwards of eight thousand dollars. Those me? bikes, really. Yes. The people that are into the tri and the Ironman. I don't even know what that means. What's those, a tri bike. Uh, what does for, that mean for tri uh, athlon? For triathlons, uh, they're, they're special bikes. Well, this this bike was great, and so but now you're telling me that might have been eight thousand yeah. dollars. Now I'm really out. Yeah, I don't that's want to spend four hundred, let alone eight thousand. Yeah, you could probably get a tri bike for three grand for a cheap one. Three grand. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to be doing that either. Oh. I mean, that's that seems like a complete waste of time for me. Here's something I wouldn't recommend, Jerry. I went to uh, I went to a uh, Jim Gaffigan comedy concert I at, saw you at the Garden. you that. Yeah, yeah. It was a good time, but I took New Jersey Transit from down the shore, down near where you live, and I took the uh, the the coastline. Yeah, New, North Jersey coastline. North Jersey yep. coastline. Well, coming back at 11 o'clock at night, the train, I don't know if you've ever seen these uh, pictures, if you could Google it for sure. Of like in India, when they ride, people ride the trains. People will literally climb on top of the train. They're hanging off the train because the trains are so full. Right. That's what this looked like <laughs> uh, Saturday night. It was so packed in there with people standing in all the hall in all the hallways. Even in the part where the trains connect, where yes, where when you're going around a bend, they separate. They separate. People yeah. were standing there. Yeah, that's like rush hour on a Friday. I've but, stood in there before. But how is how is that? Doesn't like shouldn't there be a capacity limit? I would think there should be, and I'll tell you one thing about that. When I used to take the train for work, when we were in Astoria, when not doing this shift, but my pre- previous shift, I used to take the train on Mondays, Tuesdays, and Fridays. Monday and Tuesday at night. Friday was rush hour stuff coming in at rush hour, going home at rush hour. Yeah, and I never got a monthly because I only did it three days a week, so I would pay as I go. You have any Fridays I never paid because there were so many people on that five o'clock train. And I would be in that area that they never got to you. Yeah, they did not collect tickets, so that was good. They can't. There's too many people. Yeah. They can't even get up and down the aisles. Yeah, just not sure. You know if that crane, if that uh, train derails or crashes and, and they realize how many people were in it, there'd be a huge investigation. I would agree with that. And I don't know that it's legal. I don't know that it's I illegal don't, it either. It can't be legal. Now, people standing in the aisle is legal. Right. That's what the that handrails are there for. Now, it's kind of annoying. You have someone's armpit in your face yes. if you're on the aisle sitting. But that is legal. The stuff in in between cars, I don't know. I've always, and I've done it, and I've always sat there and said, my God, if I just put my foot, my what yeah, am I yeah. doing? Your foot will be split in half, Jerry. Very possible. So, guy, you really love the mass transit. Uh, like, why for, would you I not drive in? To the city? 
Yes. You just talked about going t- going six miles in an hour and 20 minutes. That's why uh, I don't but do it. Yes, correct. And going in is a pain in the ass. There's no. But to me, I like when I get out and I'm done. I just want to get my car and go home. Yeah. To me, I, that it's worth the hassle in if I can get out a little bit easier and not have to take the train. I, I like the idea of the train in. I don't like the idea of waiting and the, that going home. I agree home. with that. Does that make sense? Yeah, it was, it's not fun waiting for the train. No, not fun at all. Uh, Jerry, here's a uh, story. A serial bra and panty thief is tracking his victims via social media. And that's victims, how, we call them? Yeah, victims. This is uh, happening in California. Uh, the man was arrested, 44-year-old guy, of course. He was arrested. Uh, he he was stealing women's panties and bras. And what he was doing is he was finding them on social media. He was looking for students at California State Fullerton. <laughs> So he was finding girls on Twitter and Facebook. He was getting the data from the photos they were posting as to where the pictures were taken. It's like he'd see them in their dorm rooms. Then he'd want to go to that dorm room and steal their panties and bra, Jerry. But he was eventually caught. So you got to be careful. You, you don't realize how many, how much data is in a picture that you take on your phone or you take with a camera sure. and then you post to social media. Like if you click on properties on your pictures, right. it'll tell you like this picture was taken in Soho on December 3rd. Well, don't you have to have your um, your I, locator on though? I think you have. Yeah, but the, the, the problem is most phones and cameras a lot default to on. So unless you're going through and taking that off of your phone. Right. Then you are going to uh, have your. They call that metadata. So Jerry. what would I hit? Details on my picture. Uh, details or uh, sometimes you. I I can't see it really unless I go, like download the picture to the computer and, and that's then, where you and see then right click it. it and check out the properties. Interesting. I see. I don't have it on yeah. my phone. I don't have a properties. They've also talked about. Here. You've heard this with social media where if you're Facebooking about your tremendous trip you're on in Italy. The robbers know that your house is free. Of course, free. <laughs> absolutely. That's why I don't like when I'm away yeah. with Columbia. I, it depends. If the game's really good, to me, why? Why let everybody know where you are? You know, I'm with right. you. And, and it's so easy to find out where you live. And I mean, everything's out there. I mean, it really is scary. Yeah. I was thinking about that. And then I was questioning what I have in my home that a thief would even want. Literally but, but see, nothing. That's the thing. They don't know, though. Right. But I'm telling the thieves now. I have nothing well, in my house. Well, neither do I. I you know nothing. what I have in my house I was looking at? I have a first-generation iPad, which can't be w- worth $60. Probably not. Yeah, not much. My TV is old. All right. What about your computer? Old. Huh. So really nothing. I literally, I don't have jewelry. That's what pe- th- Thieves always take jewelry. Right, we have nothing. And cash, I have neither of those in my, my home. My wife wears her wedding ring. I wear mine, and I pawn the rest of it. Right. <laughs> so unless you're a big jewel... Like, I like when they say, uh, a so-and-so house was broken into in... $81,000 worth of jewelry was sold. Are, what way, are people wearing? A lot of people have that. Oh, absolutely. Now, we, and I'm not even kidding. We pawned off. When, remember when gold hit, like, record yeah. highs? I said, all right, let's go. Anything you're not wearing. <laughs> and you get good money for your gold? Uh, we did, yes. Did you go to one of those strip malls where no. it's a, we buy gold? Uh, it was or a, you place, went to a well, real place? Well, yeah, I mean, kind of. Yes, we did, as a matter of fact. And they get, and there was nothing they could do with them. It was market price. So, no matter where you went, I mean, a couple of dollars here or there, you were getting a good deal. I remember my wife gave me a bracelet, and it was a thin rope gold bracelet that she hadn't worn since she was 19 years old. And, I mean, how much could she have bought? But it was gold. And they gave us, like, $320 for it. I'm like, for this? They're like, yeah, absolutely. We're going to make money on this. I'm like, mm. you're kidding me. 
So yeah, we made we made some money on that. Were you a gold jewelry chain kind of guy when you were in high school? Look at me now. This the I've, I hate jewelry. Yeah, I'm not a big jewelry I've never, guy either. I've never worn a watch. I like watches, which is so silly. If I see a good watch, I think, oh, my brother would like that. Oh, I can get that for my dad. I don't wear them though. I just I'm not comfortable with something on my wrist. Therefore, I don't wear a bracelet. I hate jewelry on my neck. And to be honest with you, I've kind of gotten used to the wedding ring after 20 years, but. I don't wear anything. I like silver. I'm a silver guy. Silver's at some fine. at some point there was a shift from people wearing gold uh to necklaces silver. to silver. Well, this that's my ring. I, I don't silver. like yeah. I got rid of the gold band. I think, you ever, I, I think I melted it. Do you ever buy your wife jewelry for like a gift? Um I used to buy a lot of it and we, did. we pawned it all. How did you this is what I always wonder for yeah. a guy buying a woman jewelry. Yeah. If you buy the woman, your wife or girlfriend jewelry, that she doesn't like, she's not going to say she doesn't like it. No, Kim will. So she will. Yes. Because I always fear that the girl won't like won't like it, but will feel like she has to wear it. All right. Early on in a relationship, yes. Yeah. At this point, though, I, like, I'll tell you now because I don't think she's listening to this. She's working too much at this point. Maybe she'll listen to it after Christmas. Um, there is something that me and the boys are getting her for Christmas this year, and I will tell her ahead of time. The boys picked it out. Love it. And if you right. don't like it, tell me later. And if not, deal with it and wear it. So you're right in that case. Now, will the boys really pick it out? Or they you, did already. You did. You I did w- not pick it out. Did you go with them? Yeah. Well, yeah. Matthew's 11. He can't drive yet. <laughs> so, yes, I took them out. So what happened, well, we went to the Devil game about three weeks ago. And my little guy, at the end of the game, he's tired. He's only five and a half. And he went up. He's like, you know, I asked Kim to hold him. So she picks him up. And he went to put his arm around her neck, and he knocked her earring. Must have been loose. He knocked it out. And this is as the game's ending. I mean, all of it must have been stepped on four hundred times. <laughs> so he, the little guy, felt responsible for her earrings. Really? So when we got home, it was me and him. He's like, "Can we get her earrings for Christmas?" I said, "Yes, absolutely." So we went. We went out. We looked, and so yeah. So you showed him some things, and then he picked the yes, item. Exactly. Well, he and Matthew. Yes. So I will let her know that they picked it out. You don't like it. Suck it up. What about me? I'm six months in. If I buy jewelry. She'll love it. Even if it's terrible? At this point, she'll love it. Next year at this time, is this really what you got me? She would say, this is terrible. Yeah. And Kim's never said it's terrible, but she had said, you know, it's really not my taste. Right. Okay. Then let's go together and find something. I'm good. That doesn't bother me. I don't, you know. So what? I like it. They don't like it. Whatever. Hmm. Would you be insulted? Like, would you? Um, which kid of yours picked out this jewelry? Well, both of them really did. Could you have them find something for me? <laughs> <laughs> I would think in the beginning of a relationship, it's got to be so easy. Really? Like, how is it? I, here's the thing: if the boys didn't pick this, these earrings out, I honestly don't know. I've gotten her so much. I don't know what. There's to a get million earrings different. though when you go into a place, right? So just pick out if you want to get gold, if you want to get diamonds. You probably at this point in your life, you're probably going diamonds. <laughs> no. You're not 14. You're oh, 46. I am 46, right. Right. I mean, no? Diamonds? I'm not saying get four carat diamonds, but I think you got to get diamond oh, jewelry. Right? I mean, diamonds. I think, yeah, I think you probably want, you can get diamond earrings. They're not going to cost you $4,000 like a bike will. No, the bikes <laughs> so, are $400. I would think you can find gorgeous earrings. Really? At the, yes, absolutely. And if you want, I will take the boys and I'll pick out earrings. Oh, that'd them. be nice. Yeah, there you go. It's just so confusing, Jerry. It's, women are very difficult to buy for. Uh, men, very easy to buy for. Yeah. I just did all, well, I was going to say just did all of the men. I just bought <laughs> I just bought all of the men on my holiday shopping list, Jerry. Jerry, something from touchofmodern.com. 
Now, they have all sorts of things there, Jerry. They have uh, men who are into fashion. You can find something for them then. Mm. Uh, men who are into uh, home decor, like myself, uh, cool things to hang on your wall. Uh, gadget guys, Jerry. These are guys that have all the latest gadgets, uh, hard-to-find gadgets, uh, things for guys that have everything. I think that's in the Lux department, L-U-X-E. I like it. You would click on that, Jerry, for guys that you don't know what to get them, like Boomer and Craig. Yeah. Impossible. Well, it's beautiful because they have this holiday hub, which is pretty much what Al's talking about here. Like, let's say you got someone, I just mentioned watches. Yeah. And I like, like my brother loves watches. So you would actually go to touchofmodern.com and you would go to aficionado in oh, the hub. Oh, aficionado, yeah. And I will get to see all the tremendous watches that they have. Maybe you got someone like who's outdoorsy and athletic, right? So you would very simply go to the adventurer hub. And this weekend, Jerry, I made uh, turkey chili. So if you were looking to buy me something, you might click on Gourmet since mm. I like to cook. Yes, I get that. You follow what I'm doing there, I, Jerry? I totally It's all at that. touchofmodern.com. And on the touchofmodern.com app, you could do all of your shopping while you're waiting in line at the grocery store. That's what I plan on doing today. I'm going to kill two birds with one stone, as they say. Not literally, but I'm going to be in line at the uh, supermarket, and right. I'm going to be looking for uh, gifts on my touchofmodern.com app, Jerry. Those birds would have to be, like, right next to each other. And yeah, and I'm rock a, would have to ricochet off one to the other, yeah. Yeah, I'm a bad... Uh, You're not good. Right now, our good. listeners can get immediate access when they sign up at touchofmodern.com. That's touchofmodern.com. Do it today. You don't want to miss the perfect deal for the perfect gift. That's right, Jerry. It's the 30 days of deals. That means for 30 days, there are deals. Did I explain that correctly? 30 days, 30 days of deals. Of deals. Touchofmodern.com. And what do you save here, Jerry? You just save. <laughs> yes, just go there. We've been we've been going there for six months now. Let's That's go. That's true. Uh, here's something that you won't find on touchofmodern.com. You, you, you sounded more like Boomer every day. You, won't. <laughs> you just sounded like a Canadian hockey player. Ooh, you won't. Here's a, you like to invent things or you always have these ideas. I have ideas. You have ideas. I have, I do not invent anything, but I have ideas. You have ideas. Yes. I have have a new one too, actually. Well, here's a new one. See if it's better than this one. Uh, This is something called liquid ass. Excuse me? This was invented by a man who. Hold on. on, Time out. Well, I'm going to explain. What was that called? Liquid ass. It's the world's (laughs) worst smell in a spray form. So how did this come to be? That's a great question. Uh, well, these guys, the, how old is this fella? Oh, he's he, probably 17. He, no, he's the 46. Oh, God. But he started this when he was in uh, high school. Okay. He had a uh, chemistry set, and he, he realized if you would put uh, these two smells together, they smelled like horrible garbage, just like ho- the most horrendous smell yeah, just terrible. you could smell. So uh, he 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 made he had invented the smell and did nothing with it because he was a kid. He sometimes would use it in class to prank the English teacher. He would just put the smells out there, yeah. right? But you know he was a kid, and then it just kind of laid there for many many years. <laughs> Why wouldn't it? Well, now at forty six, Jerry, he and a buddy were fired from a truck manufacturing company. Oh, here we go. So when they were fired, they said, "Hey, why don't we break out that smell we had invented when we were kids?" To which they did, and they put it in the trucking company's office. Well, the engineers there replaced all of the water main pipes, thinking it was the water pipes that were smelling. They replaced the microwave. They removed and replaced the carpeting, and they blocked off the bathrooms without discovering the source, which is the smell. So now 
The U.S. military actually uses it. Oh, my God. To get medical people ready for the smell of a torn intestine leaking waste. That's what it smells like. Torn intestine leaking waste. But these guys did something about this invention, Jerry. They spent $36,000 to get this to the consumer. Liquid ass. And it's now flying <laughs> off the shelves. For what? As, as a prank thing? Like Spencer's or something like that, maybe? Uh, yes. They have other items, Jerry. It's flying off the shelves along with their other items. Barfume. Perfume that smells like barf. Tex ass, which I guess is another ass smelling product. Text ass? Tex, like Texas. Tex oh ass. Oh, boy. And uh, fake dog poop. So these guys... Well, that's been out forever. Right. (laughs) But these guys made me... If you combine the two items, the fake dog poop with the smell... Like, this is this fascinating. Yeah. So they spent $36,000. Real money. That's the big part that I can't... Don't understand. To market a bad smell in a bottle in the hopes that people would buy it, and people are buying it. Yeah. And doing what with it? I guess spraying it uh, on things in places like your boss's office... Oh, that'd be hysterical. People who've done you wrong. Uh, all right. And boy, there must be some angry people out there, man. When I used to shop at Spencer's when I was a kid in the mall, Woodbridge yeah. Mall I used to go to, they had fart spray. Yes. That's what I'm <laughs> saying. Like, everything you just mentioned is kind of out there already. Yeah, but this has to be what, as fart spray wasn't. That, it was still disgusting. It was disgusting, but this appears to linger. Yes, linger if, if doctors are training with it. Right. But still, I mean, yeah. come on. I don't, I don't understand. The product anything. lets you, this is on their materials, Jerry, lets you recreate the smell of festival toilets, you know, like porta-potties, a soiled diaper, or a burst sewer pipe. Is the goal of this podcast today to make me vomit live? <laughs> yeah, so that's liquid ass. You can look for it in stores, Jerry. Uh, no, I don't think I'm going to. I think I'm fine. If the milita- Imagine you make a product like that and the military buys it. That's yeah, awesome. You're right. You're not wrong. Wouldn't kill them to buy some junk bomb. No, but you've seen how how even that. To, so to get junk bomb, uh, it's, it's a, a lot product, of work. It's a lot of work and money. And do you think at any point they woke up and went, "What are we doing with our lives? We're we're trying to bottle liquid." So long ass. as one was being sold, no, I don't. I think it's a joke. It's funny, but when you're desperate, you try anything. And if here's what I've come to understand, I, at least I think, and I could be wrong about this, I think if you market something enough, people are going to buy it. As simple as that. Like, why? Why is, why is the T-shirt you're wearing, for instance? And he's wearing a nice replacement T-shirt, so it's not a great example because it's a band. But like, why do I buy the T-shirt you have and not the T-shirt that's over here? Yeah, all marketing. Probably because I heard more about this one, and it's the same damn shirt, right? Yes. So if you market something enough, I think people will respond. I was in, I was in the cab a couple weeks ago in Manhattan. You're driving through all these buildings in New York City, right? These 50 stories, I guess those aren't skyscrapers, but 50 stories pretty damn high, right? And you look at in every window, there's someone working. What are they doing? Yes, I'd love How to know. How are they creating commerce and revenues? What in the hell are they doing from 9 to 5? Like, they've got a job to go to, and the idea is to create wealth and make money. What are they doing? And what is this guy over here doing? Just open the window back here and look across the street to us, right? It's buildings full of people. Doing what? I think of that, too, like when you drive through a nice neighborhood. I would love to just knock on the door and go, what do you do? You can't all oh, be sure. doctors and lawyers. I agree with you. I, and I've said this many a time. So this is this is kind of interesting. 
So Kim says to me the other day, she goes, there's a truck I like. Costco's got it outside. I'm like, okay, because, you know, she's she's had her truck for four years now. She's thinking about getting Costco another one. Costco sells trucks? No, but they, oh. they showcase trucks, and you can always buy one through their, oh, their car program. So I'm like, okay. I'm like, well, we got to go there anyway. You just show it to me. So we parked the car. I'm pulling. I'm like, oh, geez. I'm like, it's a Cadillac. I'm like, I can't wait to see how much this is. I'm like, by any chance, did you see how much that truck is? She goes, I didn't. She goes, you know, there was someone looking at it. I just looked on the other side. I'm like, that's the Escalade. She goes, yeah. How much do you think it was? Uh, 50 grand. How about $86,000? Wow. For Now, it is, let me say this. It might be one of the nicest SUVs I've ever seen. It is gorgeous. I love the Tahoes. The Escalades are beautiful. They're all nice. But this was black leather inside, the DVDs on both seats in the back seat, the huge sunroof, but $86,000 for a truck. You know how many of those are running around the Little League fields? And I sit there and say, what the hell do you do for a living? So it's really wild. Yeah. I guess people just mortgage stuff. I don't know. That was people a night, just make a hell of a lot more money? That was an I idea I had for a TV show. I would just go to a nice neighborhood and knock on every door. Well, see, that's my idea for a show. Oh, that was your idea? My idea for a show is you take a dart mm -hmm. and you throw it somewhere in the in the United States. And then you zoom in on a house and you just go in and you follow, we follow them around for five days just to see the different lifestyles and the different people. Like, what is your life like? You ever, ever driving when you get out of the Holland Tunnel and you look to your left and you see this poor guy and he just looks about as miserable as miserable could be and you just want to jump in the car and just kind of like start talking to him. Like, what do you do? Is your wife cheating on you? Are you cheating on your wife? Do you have kids? Are your kids rotten, sons of bitches, you know, stuff like that? Or when I'm on these trips in Colombia and you pass by a house that doesn't even have windows. I got tape along the windows so the wind doesn't blow the windows out. But there they got a satellite dish and a Buffalo Bills flag. You know, like, you'd love to walk in and be like, you're in a 400-square-foot house. What is your life like? Yeah, what do you do? I'm into that. I mm -hmm. think that would actually be a great show. Jerry, it doesn't matter how big your house is or what you do for a living. Everyone should be wearing Mack Weldon underwear. Oh, I second that motion. Yeah, it doesn't matter whether you're super rich or if you don't have two pennies to scrape together, Jerry. Everyone can afford the quality underwear at Mack Weldon. Everyone deserves socks and underwear that used to be boring. Not boring anymore. It did anymore. used to be boring. It's not boring anymore. Not at Mack Weldon. They changed it into a top-of-the-line gift. Mm -hmm. And you know how we were mentioning the smell of liquid ass? Even if you weren't feeling fresh, if you were wearing Mack Weldon underwear, uh, they have... How do you say that, Jerry? It's anti-microbial? It means that it doesn't anti smell. <laughs> Anti-microbial. Yeah. It means that the underwear doesn't smell. So even if you're not having your freshest day or you're sweating, you're working out, you're nervous on a hot date, it will not smell. It's Mack Weldon. You can check them out at MacWeldon.com. They have socks, which I have on now, my black socks with the uh, dark blue toe. I have toe. my T-shirt on right now. Oh, nice job, Jerry. You have fact, the T-shirt on. I do. Uh, all sorts of different kinds of underwear. They have uh, boxer briefs. They have briefs. They have uh, the shorter boxer briefs. They've got all sorts of different things. It's MacWeldon.com. Uh, everyone used to uh, stuff uh, underwear into um, stockings for Christmas, and he used to be like, oh, this sucks, I get an underwear. But now you're getting cool underwear, what I call my good underwear from MacWeldon.com. And if you go to MacWeldon.com today, you can use promo code POSTGAME, and you get 20% off your entire order. That's what I did. I went and I got some underwear uh, three packs. That's what you could get there at the MacWeldon.com. Uh, I got some striped underwear. I've got some solid underwear. It's uh, really great stuff. MacWeldon.com. You can give it as a gift to any dudes on your shopping list. Or 
if you're doing what I do, every once in a while I like to buy myself a present. I got myself some Mack Weldon underwear. If you're wearing nice underwear, you know, women say this about lingerie. Sometimes women wear lingerie uh, to work because it makes them feel good just knowing they've got sexy lingerie on. That's how I feel about my Mack Weldon underwear. I feel uh, much more confident and sexy at work here amongst all these guys when I'm wearing my Mack Weldon underwear. Go to MacWeldon.com, get 20% off by simply using the promo code POSTGAME. Do it today. Underwear is what every man needs. See ya! It's the Boomer and Carton Postgame Show. Wow! With the real stars of the show, Alan Jerry.